Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In honour of National Mead Day this past Saturday, we mead you to listen to today's episode. An episode dedicated to mead. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. What's up? And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer or mead. Come join us. mead in the intro like a few more times <laughs> i just the problem is, is i try to catch you out with these intros and it just makes me laugh i'm far too professional <laughs> i'm writing jokes for myself here like did you like that do you like that sweet like we need you to listen to this episode very punny i enjoyed it and uh yeah it's a uh, this this past saturday when this episode yes. comes out it will have been international international mead day, mead day. I feel like they need like a dun 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 international meet day. <laughs> I'm sure when we get that soundboard, right? yes, when we, when we invest in that at soundboard, the, yeah, uh, patreon.com forward slash love learning. Come be a supporter of the podcast. We'll get early access that... to the episodes and you can fund our soundboard. Thank yeah, you. when we get that sweet, sweet soundboard, um, <laughs> we can have the international meet yeah. day tune. So Fabulous. It'll be quite good that we'll only use once a year. Maybe, I mean, nev- maybe never again. But Who how knows? funny would it be to just casually drop out International Mead Day? Dear listeners, we are not drinking beer today. We are drinking mead, in case you missed it. I'm sure only said it like once, so I don't. Why are we drinking mead? Why not? <laughs> because it's International Meat because, Day. Because it's International Meat Day. I mean, that's not why. That's just that was just a really happy accident. To be fair, that, that was, was like what's funny is that it genuinely was a happy accident because yeah. we were like, how interesting would it be like, I don't know that much about mead. Like, how interesting yeah. would it be to just like try some mead? I don't know. I I, I don't I think I've tried it before, like a sip of something like at a beer festival or something, and I've been like, yeah. oh no, no, thank you. Like not <laughs> for had- me. <laughs> I've had mulled um, meat. I thought I challenged myself. Hmm. Um, is that like mulled? Is it kind of like how similar is that to like a mulled cider and taste? It's, yeah, it's just. I mean, it's just warm and honey, like because oh, because in case you aren't aware, dear listeners and dear watchers, um, mead is a fermented beverage made with honey and water, and then uh, various other things that the meadery would like to add into it. So it is basically honey is your going to be your primary flavor um yeah basically it tasted it tasted like nice kind of warm sweet honey it makes me think of like when you say like mold mead and yeah. obviously because the honey is quite, that's quite a big point yeah. in the mead um it just makes me think of a hot toddy yeah kind I'm of quite like that. that i had that once one time yeah in my life like that it's that's exactly good. what it tasted like so yeah it depends so basically um, if you're ill get yes. some mold mead and you'll I be had fine it at winter wonderland in london several years ago and of course because it was cold so you know nice hot of mold uh, nice hot is... cup of mold mead though that those like winter wonderlands and like the winter festivities is always yeah. where you get like mold wine and mold cider yeah. and apparently mold mead so yeah it, i don't think um like in the u.s speaking of i know this is like not about mead but speaking of like mold wine and mold cider yeah and, mold mead um like i just feel like in the us i i i never really knew about or tried mold wine or mold cider oh, until really? i moved over here i don't know if it's just maybe me and my upbringing maybe i just was never exposed to it and there's plenty of other americans maybe that have but i Cider's, genuinely have is different in your country though isn't it yeah well yeah definitely your <laughs> cider's not alcohol you have to have yeah. hard cider and yeah. i think i had to explain that to my husband the other week because we were watching something american and like they were, well, giving, like, just they were giving cider for breakfast. They were giving cider to kids. And he was like, Why are they giving cider to kids? I was like, It's not alcoholic over there. I was like, it has, to, yeah, it has to be hard cider over there for it to be alcoholic. And he's like, Oh, that's weird. But then, like, I know, like, um, I think kind of not too long before I moved. Uh, so I'd already known what, you know, hard your cider yeah. is, hard cider for real us. cider. Cider. Um, I already knew what that was because I'd already been over here and I had yeah. had that. And then I was like, oh, that's not the same thing of what I'm used to. So yeah. I know I had like quite, 
I experimented with quite a few different hard ciders that had I think they were like new newer type mm. breweries that were churning out cider before yeah. I left the US um but but so I've come across that but like mold wine I had never come across till I moved you here. don't have that over there and and, and you don't just like mm. run into mead like no. very often but you know what it is because you know like you think like medieval like re- renaissance yeah, yeah, yeah. fair <laughs> Yeah. you're like what do we drink we drink mead and grog <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's the thing i think that's the thing so uh so it is said that mead is the oldest alcoholic beverage in the world apparently it beats beer um so i've got an interesting family story <laughs> about mead so my, yeah just i'm just going to chuck this in there because i think it's it's really interesting Everyone else probably be like, why are you telling us this story? Um, so my mum's great granddad, so my mum's maiden name was Grey Mead. Um, okay. right. I can see where this is going. Right, see where this is going. My <laughs> mum's my great granddad, so my great great granddad, always <laughs> said that they were greys before he came along. He liked beer so much, he added mead on the end. This was like the family story, right? That's not I mean, where I thought it was going. Right, so me, me <laughs> I, I mean, thought you were going to be like, we were a meadery, like no. we we made mead. <laughs> no, no, right. So no, so my my grand my great great granddad decided that beer and mead were the same thing. One point one incorrect. Point, point one. <laughs> Sorry, great great granddad. Oh, your <laughs> ancestors incorrect. are going to haunt um, you. <laughs> no, he's not, because <laughs> I've I've looked up the past. So then we were doing a bit of family history and we were like, you know what? We need to look into this story that granddad told that, you know, he added mead on. Because actually when you go looking, we can't find grey meads anywhere else in the UK. I've never even heard that our surname. Right. Ever. No one's no in one's ever life. heard of it. So it like it it was started to be slightly feasible that maybe he did add mead on the end because he could. Um, I searched a bit further back and actually... His, I think we're getting into like my great, 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 great grandfather. Um, his father was a mead and his mum was a grey. So they just double barreled it. Well, no. So his dad died fairly early when he was a baby. So from what I can glean from it, he must have spent a lot of time with the greys. And it depended on who filled in the census. <laughs> As to whether they put grey mead or grey mead two words or grey mead one word, and then over time it's just become grey mead. Oh yeah, I think that kind of stuff yeah. as well. Like names changing when you have like immigrants coming in the you know nineteen tens, nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties. Is someone's just like, oh, I heard it this yeah. way. This is no, your name now. None of them. <laughs> none of them are immigrants. They just couldn't decide what their what their name was. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like oh this, oh oh that's our name now okay cool that's our name now that is pretty interesting <laughs> like i thought even... you were gonna say like oh going back in time they used to be like no the mead not maker of the of no. the area i was like i know where this is going no, and all my family like, were I like farm laborers. they were all farm laborers but they did use to pick hops so circle back round to to beer we're back round. we're back there back, we're, we're back, back in the room beer. we're back, back to in the beer. room but we're not anyway, about beer today. We're not about me. It's mead day. We're deviating. It's deviating. Yes, yeah, so we've got, got these. Box. We've got these lovely tasting packs from Gosnells, Gosnells uh, of London. They were doing a. They were doing a deal, weren't they? On yeah, on the tasting pack. So we, were we just, just like, thought it'd be quite interesting to try it. They're all yep. sparkling though, so none of these yep. ones are normal. I don't know if I'm going to be brave enough to try this, but I do have some normal mead as well. Mead. If you're looking at the camera, I got this from Stonehenge, and Ooh. I can't even tell you the last time I went to Stonehenge because I got into the habit of going to Stonehenge so much from people visiting me that I said, "F Stonehenge." I'm she never going back to Stonehenge. People like to send me photos because they think it's it's fun to send me yeah. photos of Stonehenge, and it is funny because I've got <laughs> one friend that always sends it every time she's driving by. And she just catches me by surprise. She'll be like, look at this picture of a sheep. And it will be like a sheep with like Stonehenge <laughs> way in the distance. And I'm like, That's you mf But yeah, I got this from Stonehenge. I don't know if it ages well or not. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I have not, I've not looked that up in my research either, whether, whether it ages well. Um, I quite liked that. She says waving if you're watching the video. Um, a little, little envelope, little envelope um, that came in with the meads, which is a little seed bomb, which Gosnell's give everybody to plant um flowers 
that will help the bees. Yeah, it was cute. It was, I love it that. Was very, I haven't planted very it yet, obviously. <laughs> yeah, and, and what I found really interesting about these sparkling meads is like, it wasn't just a normal sparkling mead. And no. it wasn't even just a flavoured sparkling mead, right? It's not like we've just, they're not all just standard. Oh, let's no. do a cherry mead or something like that. We've got, to bring it back around to beer, this yeah. green one here, if you're watching the video, is the hopped mead hopped mead yeah um, i'm excited we do have one fruited one which is the pink one yeah that's uh hibiscus well technically mead. that's not fruit that's flower well yeah flower but i mean <laughs> it's it's a uh, like one that is just a general flavor yes. is more what i mean yes uh then we've got the blue one citrusy citra c citra c, c as in yeah. the ocean uh and then we've got a sour yeah. sparkling mead and i thought that was quite interesting yeah i'm excited for the sour it's supposed to be a bit like a lambic according Ooh. to the website interesting. Yes, i'm excited for these <laughs> um do we want to crack one open and then i'll tell you about making mead yeah i mean do you want to give so you kind of already said about what is mead but yeah. was there any other points that you wanted to make that you hadn't already covered sort of yeah. what is what actually is mead which one do yeah, you want so, to crack open um, first should we do the hopped one first yes. that's what i was thinking yeah as well. Uh, what glass have you got? Um, so that was going to be one of my questions for you, is what are you supposed to drink it out of? <laughs> so I looked this up. Um, it's some interesting choices. It says, in a in a stemmed glass, a bit like a white wine glass, I have got my little stemmed tasting glasses. So I think uh, these are perfect. Um, a mulled one could also be put in a whiskey tasting glass. That's those, you know, the little nice shaped tumblers with the little foot on them. Um, or... You could potentially have it out of a drinking horn or a oh, that's what I was going to, because if uh, you laugh, I was thinking like, what's the appropriate wear for this? You need to have a horn or, or yeah, like a, yeah. like a drinking one. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking of. Cause I just picture like Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think people think of like, you know, tankards. Proper like stone proper, or bone. Right. Tankards. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do have a drinking horn. I don't have it with me today. I'm quite jealous. <laughs> I, I, I've always wanted one. I thought yeah. they'd be quite cool, but then they're always really expensive. So I've just... I managed to get a good deal on one at a music festival. I never bought them because they're always like, here is a horn that's like this big and it's so oh, much no, money. And I'm like, like, like this. It's got a belt holster. That's pretty badass. I'm going to have to get that out of storage and drink. I'm going to have to use that. More meads. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, my glasses were like just these, but I do have a... I think they work. Whiskey she's one. Got, Hold on. She's got tumblers. Oh wait, get let get me, the whiskey. Let me one. go yeah. get the proper one. Yeah, yeah. She's got. I, I was going to say. I thought you had whiskey tasting glasses, um, and then we can show that to people on the video. What I mean by a whiskey tasting glass. I've got. I've got two of these. Oh yeah. So that's so that's whiskey what I'm ones. About. These so are got, whiskey ones. Yeah, they've got this kind of. Um, what would you say? Kind of bulb shape. Yeah. And then they've got like a little glass foot on the bottom. Yeah, like it's not, uh, it's, it's like a solid yeah. notch. Yeah. I <laughs> don't really know how else to say that. Yeah. Uh, That's a whiskey glass. Cloud water. Oh, yeah, glass. that'll work. Those uh, work. And then I was out of anything else in this immediate vicinity that would work. So I've used my food talk. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it this one time. It didn't really didn't really have any other things no. close to hand so right shall we crack open this hopped one yes and then we'll talk about how mead is made sounds good i, I didn't know about like temperatures either so i've just pulled these directly out of the fridge is that so i looked it up and um room temperature to chilled like lightly chilled or of okay, course these are probably can... too cold yes yeah, so I've, I've had mine out of the fridge for a little bit so they might be a bit because I think you're going to lose some of the flavors if it's too cold. We'll circle um, back around to them by yeah, the end of it. Yeah, we can we it. can give it another try. Um, of course, you can have it mold. So <laughs> temperature varies depending on what you're feeling. I'm pouring it. To like be fair, a beer. I think any time I've seen it, so I just poured mine like a beer as well. Um, <laughs> you can tell that we don't do mead ever. Yeah. Um, if this hasn't already given away the fact that we uh, don't normally drink mead, then I don't really know what will an interesting smell it smells like cider to me yeah it does smell doesn't like, smell like but, mead um i believe i don't know what mead smells like i like that i was very quick to be like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't smell, smell like, like mead like what genuinely it doesn't I don't smell know. like what you think mead should smell like so i was reading about this one on 
they're on the Gosnells website. Um, mm-hmm. They don't say what hops are in it. They just say New World hops. But they did say that you will get a bit of like gooseberry and elderflower. I smell so that. I'm wondering. Yeah. So I'm getting that. I'm wondering. Say on the I'm back, wondering. Serve chilled. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's fine then. Um, I'm wondering if they might use a bit of Nelson because you get a bit of Nelson Sovin. Yeah. You get a bit of that from those. Like the Vinus. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, I get that. And I can smell the honey. I do get gooseberry, actually. Yeah. Because I was going to say it's like a sweetness. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think where the cider element of it comes from is it, it, it very much get that um, cidery type sweet smell to it. I've already tasted it. It's lovely. It's very sweet. It is very sweet. It tastes a bit like just white grape juice. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, I think I was expecting because they're all like sparkling. <laughs> it's not I was waiting for that tiz. I was waiting yeah. for that tiz and I was like, well, there's no real tiz no, there. No, it's just, it, I mean, it's got quite a few carbonation bubbles and in like, it. It's quite nicely clear. When I it's say like it's a... flat, I don't mean it's flat as in, um, no. like, wait, like if you were to describe a diet coke can yeah. as flat you'd be like oh that's not great because it should be carbonated it should be fizzy this i'm not saying it's like that it not being fizzy is a bad thing i was expecting it to be fizzy but then i think i know that mead from the one time that i had mead it's it's not like that it tastes like yeah the consistency of how this is i like it i don't if you put that in front of me i wouldn't say it was hopped no, but I will be interested to see how the flavor is different to the others to see whether then I'm like, oh, yeah, that I, I do understand that. I'm kind of going back and forth between like, like gooseberry um, cordial. I can really taste the honey. Or, can you taste or the honey? Vinous. I don't know if I can really get the honey that like, I do because I think it just sort of for me, it just blends in. OK, but then yours is slightly warmer than mine yeah so mine think, literally yeah. came out of the fridge it's got a nice mouthfeel to it mm. like it's not as thin as i expected it to be i do get like a uh, gooseberry cordial battling it out like my descriptors are that battling against like you said kind of like the nelson sovereign but like yeah. white grape yeah finest uh, elderflower like that yeah that element of it and um yeah it just it tastes a bit like juice to me yeah <laughs> what's the percentage on it uh, they're only four percent. Only four percent. Which so this makes these are session meads. Um, so shall I tell you how mead is made? Yes. Right. So mead is a fermented beverage. It's very similar to a beer. Um, just you are using honey and water instead of grains and water. And then sometimes fruits, spices, grains, hops, whatever <laughs> can Powers. be chucked in flowers exactly can be chucked in um to add various different flavors but the main thing about mead is obviously honey now as we talked about um with wild weather in episode 25 if you'd like to go back and listen where we were discussing their beer cephalopod which uses honey um honey can be very different depending on how where it's from and what the bees had basically been eaten. It so, blows my mind to this right. day to think about that. To but think about the like, fact that you make something even with one hive's honey, and then the next batch you make is gonna is even if you don't necessarily taste the difference, it is not the same. Yeah. That blows my mind. Science. It's so interesting. Yes. So, like if they've been eating orange blossom, that is gonna taste very different from bees that have been eating the nectar out of um out of heather i've got a question you can ask me about bees because i don't know a lot about bees i was gonna ask you about bees but it's a really (laughs) stupid question do you know what i knew you were gonna ask me about bees and i was just like i'm gonna look at mead but she's gonna ask me like some science but it's got nothing to it's not a science question that's fine because i don't uh, i can't answer i just had i just had a sudden moment where i just thought like because you were saying if they're eating orange blossoms and stuff yeah do bees have mouths? I mean, they. I don't like. I don't do, know do the actual mechanics of how they eat, but they they take the nectar, don't they, or the pollen, yeah, whichever yeah. it is, and create the nectar, which then becomes honey. 
But do they have mouths? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a bee scientist. <laughs> okay, but that's not an obvious question, right? Like I didn't just ask, do they have mouths? And you're like, obviously yeah, they have mouths. Like, don't be stupid. But like, have you ever seen a bee's mouth? No. I mean, how close have you got to a bee? No, probably pretty close. I threw a pizza at it once. You threw pizza at a bee? Bees are endangered. No, we got my personal space. I was eating a slice of pizza. I I don't know. My brain panicked because I've never gotten stung by a bee. This is this is a proper diversion <laughs> to what we're talking about. Feel free to cut this out because this, this could be outtakes for us. Um, genuinely, I was sitting eating pizza, and I've made it so many years into my life, decades into my life, never getting stung by a bee ever. I know what? bees don't sting. I get it. I understand, but I've never gotten stung by any type of oh, okay. bee Lucky looking. Bee yeah, ne- looking. Yeah, I need to like touch wood because it's yeah. still not happened. So now, I as I've aged, I've decided that mentally now I've decided, but not on purpose. It's just happened that I'm worried I could be allergic to bees, and I won't know because right. I've never gotten stung right. at the age when you'd be able to-, to get help for that. This is totally you. You pick, you grab a subject and just go like round and round and round. I was like, I was like, that's it. it. Yeah. I've got anxiety now. I yeah. can be allergic to bees. So I. Was this just- is the same conversation we had about you being allergic to the COVID vaccine, isn't it? <laughs> that's because someone told me that somebody they knew went into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> that was a different situation I'm fine now I'm double jammed um but yeah so that was my panic so I was eating pizza outside and this uh from Lidl it was like one of those little like pizza focaccia things right and then a bee came very close to me it just wouldn't leave me alone it was like flying around my pizza and then I don't know the panic set in and my brain just went just give it your pizza like this is a stick up give it to it so I just Bees don't want I pizza. Don't yeah, I know. But my reaction was to just throw the pizza in. And I I audibly, because my husband can vouch for me, I audibly went, just have it as I threw the pizza. And I like ran inside. <laughs> I'm not, I, I'm literally, I wish I could tell you that I've made this story up. This I'm not making this in. story up. I, I quite literally went, it was just, like bumbling around just in my personal space like I was like it's the personal space show could you please like sort of move and then it just wouldn't and it was just around the pizza so much and I just thought like I'm being shaken up right now it wants my pizza so I literally in a three second span my brain decided that's what it wanted and I chucked the pizza and I just went just have it and I ran in the house right I don't think bees want pizza I'm just putting that out there. But I'm still not confident if they have mouths. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm going to have to Google that that's later. But I'm glad it's not an obvious. You weren't like, duh. No. Obviously, they have right. Don't be stupid. Anyway, should we talk about making mead? Yeah. Right. So mead can also be called honey wine. Um, and it can take 150 grams of honey per litre to make a 4% mead like we're drinking now. So that's like a kind of a sessionable level. Of course, they can go much higher. What's the ABV on that old bottle? I was just, I was just looking. Yeah, fourteen point five percent. See, they can and go it up is very high. Made for English heritage by Lime Bay Winery, oh. so it is made by a winery. Okay, okay. Um, so obviously, honey is sugar. Uh, and what do we? What does yeast eat? It sugar. loves a bit of sugar. So pretty much, like your basics of so I, I'm putting this out here now. I have never made mead, <laughs> but um, I have been following a couple of mead brewers on TikTok for a while now, before we even were going to do this. So I've been having a little nosy at how they do it. Um, so you mix your honey with water. Obviously, you want like some really nice quality honey, some interesting honey to get those lovely flavors in there. Um, that is then, uh, so it's usually in like boiling water. So you get good syrup going uh, you need then need to you can chuck anything else you want in there like i haven't been able to work out when gosnells add their flavorings i don't know whether it's at the point before fermentation or whether they add it after fermentation i'm gonna email i'm gonna message find out because i couldn't out. i couldn't see where they do it mock them um, tell me remind me and yeah. i'm gonna go ask them um so you can then of course add different flavorings in there there was a traditional brew version that i was watching today where they added tea in um Ooh. yeah so that i mean that could be interesting add fruit teas or whatever in bit of butilia's drew style styley there 
Um, bit tonker? Don't know. Um, then... It's not Brutilia's that like that. Don't be silly. Sorry, sorry, it's low sorry. Key, I'm and it's not I'm confused. You're confusing people. I'm getting confused. Go on. Um, anyway, so you then that obviously then you have to cool that down to a temperature that is appropriate for the yeast that is used. Um, is then left to ferment. And what I, what I found interesting, and if anybody does brew mead, please tell me this. Yeah, whether this is true or not or whether i've just missed something but when you are brewing a beer um once you finish the boil you want to get it cooled down to the temperature for putting your yeast in as quickly as possible because you don't want any sort of bacteria or anything getting in there um from the people that have been brewing me that i've been looking at they just kind of sit it on the side and let it cool down <laughs> like interesting no ice baths like no work like i i've got a work chiller that attaches to my tap and i make like an ice bath and blah, blah blah and cool it really quickly um mead makers don't seem to be concerned with that so i i wonder whether there is less chance of contamination at that point in the brewing in mead than there is in beer but or is I, it that i've the, not been able to work that out the point that you like what you're doing after you cool it down is that happening you know is it the same steps where is that not sort of yeah. the end so you cool, of the no, so you cool it down and then you got to put yeast in mm-hmm. um so in beer, you've got to cool it down as quickly as possible. So you've got no contamination. Then you stick your yeast in. Mead, people do exactly the same. They cool it down to the temperature that's correct for the yeast, put the yeast in, whack a lid on it with an airlock, leave it to ferment. Anything from two weeks to a month, depending on what you want. Um, just like in beer, you'll take a gravity reading to see where, where your sugar is at. And then... Um, Hopefully, then you wait for it to get down to like a really low final gravity um and then you bottle it um it's generally bottles they obviously these are uh, gosnells are using cans um i don't think it's kegged <laughs> i'm not I saying mean, kegged. I'm it'd saying be interesting but do you yeah. think do you think but it's, it's, not, that, it's car- not that it's, it's not a carbonated it's generally not a carbonated beverage so i think bottles and cans is probably more of the way it goes but even so do you, do you not think some element of that is like you know you don't see all of us out here just drinking mead do you mm, that's true but like uh, how but many suppose, people are going out and about to i drink suppose you can mead? stick it in a barrel to barrel condition it because then you'd get different flavors as opposed to a keg different do you think you could barrel age it yeah like pro- like proper barrel age because it'll still get like it'll still get the flavors from the barrel own it Hmm. interesting yeah so then condition it for a while the longer you leave it the clearer it's going to get and then it's ready now most mead is generally still um as it ages the carbon dioxide disappears um there's probably a better scientific (laughs) scientific term for that but basically as it ages your carbon dioxide disappears it's not like beer where it's still got yeast in it in fact um often uh mead brewers will because because where it's been the the yeast likes the sugar it's going to ferment all of the sugar away from the beer so away from the beer Ugh. away from the meat we're, we're in that mode <laughs> sorry, isn't it? sorry in beer mode Look, it's going to ferment all of the sugar out of the mead so it's going to be really dry when they're bottling it, canning it, whatever, uh, mead makers will back sweeten. So you add more honey to it to add back in that sweetness. Uh, or I, I assume at that point you could also add other flavorings if you wanted to. Um, of course, that can make the yeast start fermenting again, which as when you're making beer, you want that to happen. You actually add some sugar to it uh, to create carbonation mead makers don't want that so they will add um sulfites which will stop the yeast from doing its thing kills it off then you get this lovely sweetness as well as your alcohol in your mead um, so i thought that was really interesting because that's quite different from beer making do you do you think like as well you know how we said bees they you know depend on the you know where they are in the world what they're eating yeah. all that kind of stuff they have different flavors like do you think that there's certain people that are like okay um i'm making a hibiscus mead therefore the honey i want to use is going to be something where they use 
particular like something that's going to complement the flavor of the hibiscus for example. yeah i bet so or do you think that's just like yeah we're just going to go one honey all in well i suppose that's the same i suppose that's the <laughs> like, same do you think as, it would enhance it wouldn't it yeah i suppose that's the same as as any brewer like brewers consider what malts they use what hops they're going to use like what combinations to make the final product Definitely. mead makers are going to do the same yeah. i would say it's just quite interesting mm. like because from doing that episode of wild, wild weather i found out about so many so much more variety of honey than i ever knew about before and it's like where do you start you're like this is kind of what i want to end up with so uh i've narrowed it down to like 50 types of honeys that might work <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now which ones are the cost effective ones right. okay Maybe i've I narrowed it down was. to 20 types of honey because it's going to be quite a lot of honey Mm. to make like a large batch of mead that'll be another thing quite interesting to ask them is like uh for the gosnells one you know do they use the same honey across all their ranges or do they they vary up well i did have a look and they actually blend because each batch of honey can be different yeah they blend honey to get a consistent flavor across their session meads because obviously that's a consistent product um they've then got small batch products where they are selecting particular types of honey um to create those because they are just going to be a one-off small batch batch interesting yeah i'd like to talk to somebody about that i feel like it'd just be really interesting to hear about the how they just how they even go about i know that's not beer i know that's not our realm but i just feel like i want to be like talk to me about how you make like a consistent honey like how do you do that how do you even go about doing that it's just crazy Blend it, Anyways. blend it. It's the same as, you know, same way that Lambic brewers do it. They blend various different ones until they get the flavour they want. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. That's I a just, fun job. It would be Try so, bits I feel like it'd be really stressful. Do you think so? Yeah, because you're like, I have to hit this baseline <laughs> and I have to hit this baseline with a bunch of things that aren't consistent, that like no single one of those is consistent. Yeah. But you have to make one consistent flavour by mixing and matching all these different inconsistent things yeah it would just be so stressful i think it'd be fun <laughs> i just want i just want to try all the honeys <laughs> then to be fair i've i was never we used to get like uh in in my um elementary school i don't know what you'd call it over here when you like depends on how old you are uh, i don't know between like five and ten i guess primary so. school yeah so that primary Infant school and school. Um, we used to have to go to like we'd have our different lessons we'd move around we'd have like music class and our music teacher who was um she was pretty nutty she okay. was she had music llamas teachers tend to be yeah they do <laughs> they do tend to be don't they her name was miss Manjin, and uh she had llamas and right. i think she also had bees or maybe she didn't have bees but she used to buy honey sticks and that right. was like someone's someone's got something right you get a honey stick for performing well okay. we used to like earn honey sticks um and it was always great to like earn them because you'd be like haha I've got honey sticks but I never liked actually eating them <laughs> oh that's sad so I just I don't know I was just I wasn't one of those kids that could just sit there and be like oh, I'm eating all the honey um because some of the kids definitely did but I was like yeah cool I've got five honey sticks now and then I'm like but what am I going to do with them? Could you trade them for, you know, better stuff? No, it's not no? like you trade them for goods and services. Yeah. No, it, there wasn't like it, because everyone's like, I'll just own my own honey sticks. There's no need to trade. Like, I like my Oreos a lot more than I like <laughs> oh, honey sticks. So, boo. no. <laughs> boo. Yeah. So, I just, yeah. I. So, that's why, to me, I think it would be a stressful job more so right. than enjoyable. <laughs> right, right. I get it. Um, shall we open the next one? Yeah. Which one do you want to do next? I was thinking. Should we do the citrusy I was thinking citrusy. One? Yes. Is it fair to say it's like citra hop or is no. this something completely different? <laughs> no, because no, I thought it was. I was like, oh, no, but it's not. So this one's got lemon, tarragon. Oh, it has got hops in it. So maybe it has got citra hop in it, but it gives a salty finish like the sea. Ooh. Oh, interesting. I didn't read that it had citra in it. This one smells even like it has a bit more sweetness to it, I think, in the smell. Oh, I can smell the tarragon. <laughs> maybe that's what I'm smelling, but... It smells a bit... They're the same colour. It smells... There's a floral quality to it. And it smells a bit like car air freshener. 
that's the tarragon i reckon it's that like and i don't mean that in like a rude negative way i just mean that in like the freshness of like a nice fresh sea breeze yeah um air freshener or something like that that's interesting i'm getting the honey more in that i think it's a lot sweeter yeah but i think the flavor's a bit bolder i'm getting yeah. a bit of cinnamon in it which might be the tarragon. Oh, yeah. i think that's yeah. the tarragon getting like spot like spice this one has a thicker mouthfeel to me i would agree but this also comes across so to me this tastes more like um u.s apple cider because i'm getting spices and i'm like i'm getting fruit and spices and like there's that sweet i think like the honey is that little bit of sweetness this to me to describe it in a thing i'd say it tastes like autumn in the u.s like if i like say it tastes like like what am i associating it with i'm associating it with the season autumn i'm getting weird banana that's weird i think it's the i think it's the tarragon i'm getting no banana. but it's coming across as banana to me like really overripe banana uh i can see like when you say really overripe banana you kind of pointed out that way like i can that's not immediately where my head goes but i can see where you're coming from with that and i said i think this one's sweeter but i think that's a lie because i think it's drier on the finish i think like I said, I, yeah. I agree that I think it's sweeter, but I think it's sweeter because I think the flavours are bolder. Yeah. I, so actually, it I think sticks it's out a, a lot more than I the other one I think it's got does. a drier finish. And interestingly, they're pretty much the same colour. Um, and actually, uh, I was having a look, and the type of honey used will dictate the colour of it. Yeah. So they may well use the same base honey. The smell is just so um, remarkably different. <laughs> yeah, they're completely different. Oh, it smells even more strong when you go from one to the other. Yeah. This one's got like even a lighter. So this one's the um, hopped one. This one even has a lighter smell to it. This is just everything about the citrusy is just more amped up. I just feel like it's it's a bolder overall. It's all right. It's not a fave. I think I prefer it. Do you? No, I like the hopped one better. I prefer that to the hopped one. Because I think there's just something a bit more. I think there's something a bit more. um, like i don't know there's something more meady about it and i think like i want mead so that's it gives me mead vibes like i feel like i should be okay um, i get that plundering or like i don't know um, (laughs) raising horses in a barn like a peasant i don't know like i don't (laughs) plundering or raising horses in a barn i guess i was thinking like i I was thinking like viking like viking vibes because vikings they Vikings were on ships. Yeah, they plunder stuff. But they, where did they the come on come from? Because then I was thinking, like uh, in like the Renaissance, like I'd be like medieval times. I'd be like, I live right. in the castle and I raise horses. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Get on my level, Joe. <laughs> I'm like painting you. A... I'm painting you a picture. You, here. you. I mean, you definitely are. <laughs> I feel like it's come out of a fairy book, but <laughs> you don't know my life story. Apparently not. <laughs> but it's very, I don't know. I think I like this one because it has that like spiced element to it. And I really like that. For me, I taste a spice, a spiced taste to it. And I yeah. like that. I like, I like the hot one better. They're both quite nice. Hmm. Quite interesting. I think this, the first one I could have more of. Yeah. Because I think the bold flavours and the fuller mouthfeel and the sweeter element to that second one means you could... I think it is a lot. So, like, one small portion of it is great. I think if I were to say, you know, if we were at a mead festival and they were like, cool, you can have, like, one of these for however much, you you know, session one of them, it's not. It's probably not going to be that one. That's going to be, after a while, just too much. Yeah. I don't think I get... I really get the salinity from it either no is that more in the smell do you think i don't yeah. even think it's really in the smell that much though for me i don't know i don't really get that i think it maybe it's just it's so balanced out that it almost just probably gets muted by everything yeah. else that's in there yeah so i don't i just think it's, it's not strong enough to sort of cut its way through the sweet and the and the spiced for me um can we move on to the hibiscus please yeah <laughs> Yeah, let's I'm go. excited for. I love I don't hibiscus. Know, I'm not sure if I was more excited for this one or for the sour. 
Yeah. So I'm quite excited for both of those. Yeah. The, the first two, I was like, yeah, it's cool. Ooh. But I can smell the hibiscus as soon as you It's open very, it. um, yeah. Oh, and it's different. Color. And it's pink. So I was expecting, like, I didn't expect it would be because I thought my expectation will be that it's going to be pink and it won't be. <laughs> so I didn't want to. Here's oh, it smells like it looks dad. like a rosé. It yeah, it looks like a really dark rosé. Um, it smells like jam. It does smell like jam. I'll give you that. <sighs> it tastes like floral jam. It does, yeah, actually. And I like I'd it. I'd go with that. It's, this one um, for me is a lot drier than both the other yes. two. So this is like not even just a dry finish. This is just dry, and I feel like yeah. this one's got more crispness to it. Yes, this I'm is agree. more what I expect when someone says like a sparkling mead. The other two were. And like I said, not for um, not for the effect of saying it in a rude way. They were more flat, but they were more what I expect of a typical mead. This is more what I expect of a sparkling wine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That carbonation just cleans your palate a bit more. Mm. I like it. I it like does. It, when you're saying that, you know, some people call mm. it like honey wine. This to me lands. I yeah. wouldn't say vine it, like I wouldn't say it is vinous, but I would say it lands in a way that like a dry wine would. Yes, yeah, like a dry more, rose would. Definitely more wine like, whereas yes. I've got a lot more honey viscosity from the citrusy. And they, like there was a good body on the hopped one, but not as much as the citrusy one. Yeah. Um, do you want to know some of the people that I have been enjoying on TikTok? Yeah, I was going to ask. I was actually just about to say to you, so to the people that you know that are into me, yes. are they in this country? Are they in another they're, they're, So they're, both, Bri- they're both British guys. I haven't managed to find anybody on TikTok that is a lady that is doing mead. Mead ladies, assemble. Mead ladies, tell us. I have seen. I went and had a look on Instagram and there is a lady on there called Miss Meadery. Cool. Who's posting about mead. So maybe check her out. Um, I want to meet like her. She has some interesting i want to virtually meet her so funny um, but the two that i've been enjoying on tiktok are zach thamor bruise now he looks like a, a viking <laughs> that's what i'm saying like vikings yes i'm gonna go pillow and he's got um if you scroll through his tiktok he has got a um like it's in about 10 parts but he's got a step-by-step of how he made traditional mead he also made a vegan mead interesting yeah with i think he did it with agave okay um, so interesting it'll be interesting to see like how that directly we're never going to get the chance to most likely but <laughs> it'd be really interesting to see how that compares to just a normal mead yeah yeah because I wonder if agave is as does it really get that different? Yeah, as honey can be. Because I know that you can use that as like a replacement for yeah. like cooking, and you're making things that need honey, yeah. and you want something that's a bit less sugar, less like fatty. You can use the yeah agave. Uh, so it'd just be interesting to see how that works in drinks. Yeah, um, and then the other one is Sam making mead. Can I guess his name's Sam? I think his name's Sam. I he think so. Mead um and he wears a crown a lot of the time <laughs> just as i hoped yeah it's great brilliant so covered like you i'm can we just have a moment well you just you just judged me a minute ago for saying that that gave me feels for either either pillaging or working in the stables of the kingdom as a peasant you were like oh well like what is that all no, no, about? No, no. You said that guy's a Viking. That's a pillaging. And then the the that guy thinks he's a king, obviously. So <laughs> that it works. Sure. I will validate your perceptions of what mead people are. I didn't say what <laughs> mead people are. I said the vibes that mead gave me. Mead okay, people. Okay. I'm speaking to you. Mead I didn't people. say this about you. I'm not. We're not mead people. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I could be. I could be. I could be a mead. Actually, people. if you give me some more of this hibiscus one, I could be. Oh, and you know I could what? Be the, I think I probably would be the occasional mead person if it was more common. You know, like I if I went out the, someplace, I'd, I'd think about it. Yeah, I was looking on the Gosnells website at the small batch ones, and they've done one one where they've brewed it with a saison yeast. Oh, yeah, and they've called it a saison. And I'm yum. like, I want to try that, please. Yeah, like I think that it's just so on. Honestly, it is so uncommon to get a mead, especially something that's like innovative, like some of these ones. It's normally not that I'm saying that mead's not innovative, but I mean, the sense of like 
the majority of what you see is the heritage site meads that are made you know they, they say we tried to make it in a way that's authentic and everything else yeah, yeah. And is that just that authentic classic traditional mead like you don't often see a resurgence of that in any type of different unique way you don't see it often so when we saw these Gosnells ones we were like let's give them a go it'll be yeah. quite interesting um but I think if I went out someplace and I saw they had a mead and it was a hibiscus mead or something like that I'd be like yeah I'll try that yeah I think so maybe open to trying it um I don't think I'd want the hibiscus mead mold I think it would I don't think it would land right because that would be like for me this really does taste f- for me like a rosé yeah and you I wouldn't, wouldn't want a rosé <laughs> I mean you could yeah, you could I don't um, know whether you should just because you yeah, should doesn't just, mean, just yeah. because you could just doesn't you, mean you just because you can doesn't mean you do so yeah I I wouldn't want a mold rosé so Whereas some of these other ones, like I could see the citrusy being mold because it already yeah, has you, that and, spice yeah, quality it's got to a bit it. Of spice to it. You can add a few more spices. Like and the mouth feels right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing as well, isn't it? Because when you use a nice red wine, if you're going to mull wine generally, yeah, um, which has got a bit more of a body to it. A whereas big, these and might like just end up fruity being a bit, and just they might end up fruit. being a bit too thin mm. when you warm them up. I like that one. Hmm. I like that one as well, actually. Should but yeah, lady, lady meaders, lady, uh, ladies working in the mead industry, or, or home brewing their mead. Yeah, or you don't even have to, mead. you know, you no. don't have to. What you could be just say, industry, it's my hobby. Just be making mead at home, or just you know, getting mead from places. If you've got, if you've got tell like us social medias, mead. tell us about your social media handle so that Joe can follow more mead ladies. I can more follow any mead people. Um, we want to hear from you mead people we want to hear from the mead people they might not want to hear from us they might be like you're you're those beer people those filthy beer people that think we're all vikings and kings our beverage is (laughs) way older than yours and it's way more easy to brew so don't don't be difficult (laughs) don't be difficult with your with your malts yeah i mean i'd just be interested to hear more like I'd be interested as well to see if other people that are normally beer people, mm. if they tried some of these, would they would they like them as well? So I've always had kind of the the people that I have seen with mead in my life. Um, generally, they're drinking it because it's a higher ABV. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's anybody I've I've ever seen with mead. Admittedly, I haven't seen many people, and it's normally like. I was talking to you about how in this country doesn't have them and I don't understand why, but normally it's like um, Renaissance fairs and stuff like that in the US. That's where I've seen people like drinking mead. Right. Um, so that's why I get the association. It's not right, just right, me right. being like right. horribly, yeah. you know, stereotyping <laughs> or anything. It's because that's like in the US, like that's where I see people drinking mead. They're not just like, Cause... I've gone down to a pub and got some mead. Like they're like, <laughs> I am at King Richard's fair and I'm being served chicken legs and mead. Like that turkey is legs and me- turkey legs and mead. Come on now. Which missed opportunities in this country because well. you have actual castles. So you could make a really ball in. Yeah, but I told you before, we don't have we don't have fairs, we just have the castle doing its thing. And we have although saying that my in-laws are going to see a joust. Yes, yeah, I was like joust. I was like a joust, as in like yeah. knights. And they're yeah. like, yeah. I was like, oh. I yeah, didn't, they have those at Leeds Castle. Blew, blew my mind. Leeds Castle, but not in Leeds. Not in Leeds, Leeds Castle. No, in Leeds, in Leeds Village. <laughs> you caught me out on this the last time you said you went to Leeds Castle. I was like, no, you didn't know you went to Leeds. And you're yeah, like, no, 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 no. Leeds Village. <laughs> yeah. There. Right, let's pour the sour. Right, let's do the sour. Cause, yeah, I'm excited for this. If this tastes like a lambic, I'm going to be real So happy. interesting, because uh, after the hibiscus... I wasn't expecting this to look the way it looks, which effectively, more or less, looks slightly darker and hazier than the other ones. The other two. It's about exactly the same. <laughs> As the Maybe I just didn't have enough in that glass. Let me see. This no, this one for me is hazier. Ooh, it's musty. And I probably shouldn't say hazier because it's not a beer. I should say it's it's a little bit more cloudy. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's funky. Musty. It it's got the funky. Funk it. Like, it's got funk. 
like and it's not it's not barnyard no it's um it's like cheese uh, and i would say <laughs> apple cider vinegar oh yes 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 that's what it is i'm nervous to drink it now okay because i well, don't really particularly love apple cider vinegar it tastes better than it smells oh god yeah and i <laughs> that was an aggressive comment there I don't think it smelled horrible. It just smelled like apple cider vinegar. And I'm not a mass. It doesn't taste as vinegary. You get, as it you smells. really get, I think you really get the, the sour in the aroma. Not in the taste though. I get the sour in the aftertaste. Do you? Mm-hmm. It lingers around a bit. Like the taste is gone. And then you go, oh yeah, okay. You swallow a few more times. And you go, oh, it's actually a bit sour. It's a little bit. I'm a, uh, like, you know, I'm a, a sour aficionado though. It's so not who- sour. It's not sour as in what we're used to drinking as sour. Yeah. I but suppose it is, it's a little it's a bit... tartness in the aftertaste. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like a Gers, maybe, because a Gers is sweeter than a Lambic. I wouldn't say it's a Lambic. It's similar to a Lambic. Are you upset about that? Like it didn't hit your I Lambic am. target. Is it because like, if you that. went in with if you went in with no expectations, would you feel a lot different, do you think, than the fact that you had yeah. an idea of what you thought it was going to be and it didn't match that? Yeah. Because it's all right. Like, it's hmm. quite nice. And I quite like this this one, similarly to the hopped one. Um, lighter mouthfeel. Yeah, it's got a lighter mouthfeel. I can taste the honey in it. Yeah, there's a touch of tartness at the end. But I was like, I'm like, yeah, we're getting lambic. Woo! Yeah, no. I think, I think the hopped one and the sour one, for me, are ones that I could... Because these are all session meats. Yeah, you could session them. Um, but I think those two in particular, I could session. The hibiscus and the citrusy, I don't think I could session, but for different reasons. The I hibiscus... the hibiscus. <laughs> I think the hibiscus is too sweet for me. It's so. too... Yeah. It's not really... Not that too sweet. Sweet's not the right word. It's too... Like, I, I don't like drinking a lot of rosé. I don't like right, drinking right, right. a lot of that type of wine, like fruity wine or anything like yeah. that. Like, too much of that for me... I'm just like, it becomes very like, right. Oh, yeah, I no, just can't see, do it. Whereas these two are light jam. enough. The hopped and the sour are light enough. Um, they they have just the right amount of flavor without having too bold a flavor that it becomes too much, but still having recognizable flavor. That I think those two are ones that I could session. Hibiscus is borderline. Like I could have a few of the hibiscus but i think like the citrusy i'd be like maybe one can two cans at an absolute push before i'd be like yeah it's too much after having so i just had another sip of the hopped and then had the sour i get a lot more of that sour note i reckon this would go really well like you could cook with this you could make a really nice like like i was gonna say like white wine sauce or something like that but like that type of like I just made a risotto situation. for dinner tonight. Yes, like, that would make it amazing. So good in a risotto. That would make a really good risotto. I, based on the flavors, I do agree mm. that I think it would make quite a good risotto. Yeah. Anything else that you've got about meads? Um, I'm always getting appley in that, yeah, but not in a bad a way. Bit. Not like because I think like we're used to saying apple, and that's not always a good thing. Meads. I have no idea if that's if I've just offended somebody by saying that because I don't mean to because it doesn't taste <laughs> bad, but it again it gives me like dry apple cider vibes this without is the, the spices. Because we're not mead people, we don't know no, what the pitfalls we don't know are. how we don't know what the bad things are. Like the things we don't like, know how so, to describe it. What's what's like, the language? Like right, like you know, love my friend Liz when when she had the old barbecue house from um from Braybrook and then went up yeah. to their bar and went, I like that. It tastes like soap. And I was like, you can't tell beer people that it tastes soapy. That's not what you mean. And that's a word that as a as beer people, we're like, oh, it tastes soapy. No, that's not what she meant. She meant it tasted floral. Um, if we say, oh, this tastes appley, are me people are going to be like, oh, no. Yeah, they're going to be that's like, not that's not what we rude. want. That's yeah, an no, we've, just, right, right. <laughs> we've just used incorrect language. We're not experienced enough in our mead tasting. I'd be really interested, like open invitation <laughs> to anybody that actually listens to the, to this, that knows about Meadware. I work, somebody that I, so I've started a new job not that long ago. Um, there's a guy that I work with that started probably similar time to me because we were both on like a onboarding introduction type call. Um, and he was making a mead and he was making like a, I think you'd like it. I think it was like a raspberry mead, Ooh. I want to say, but it was like a mead cider hybrid 
And he said it basically didn't taste, he said, what was that percentage-wise already and it was going to get even more was that like, I think he said around like, I think it was over 15 actually, but around where you'd expect based on what you said. Um, But he said it wasn't done yet, so it was going to keep going. He's like, I wouldn't be shocked. I think he said something like he wouldn't be shocked if it got up to the 20s. Sorry, Mm. he's never going to hear this, but apologies if he hears that. He's like, that's not what I said. I mean, if you've got got honey sugars and fruit sugar in there yeah that's that's a lot for those yes so he was saying it was like really high even compared to what you'd expect yeah but he said it it just doesn't taste like that he was like it tasted like a like a record leg oh and he was like it's so easy drinking he's like that's the problem that's it it hadn't even finished and he was like it it's still gonna keep going and from what i've sampled so far you don't taste that abv Oof. And I was like, oh, I'm so curious. Like, <laughs> he works in a different office to me, completely yeah. separate areas to me. So I'll probably never get a chance to try oh, it. Boo. But can't be like, give really me some of your meat. Yeah, uh, honestly, it sounded really interesting for sure. Um, but open invitation to anyone that makes their own mead or knows far more about mead and can teach us about mead because we could have another episode where someone yeah. just teaches us about what's off, like what's bad language incorrect language like have I offended someone by saying I think of Vikings when I think of mead like tell me is apple bad have I committed a cardinal sin uh, about mead like I'd really like to know yeah it's interesting I've enjoyed it I've enjoyed this little tasting I think it's definitely been interesting to the yeah to the idea of more meat I want to get that saison one could we do one more like lap around with warmer warmer meads do you want to do one more (laughs) one more lap around the world okay popped one again i'm trying to like warm it up a bit because uh mine are quite nice at least i think mine are still slightly cold oh hopped the hopped one's got um become a little bit more full in flavor compared Mm. to when i first had it maybe it's because i've sampled all these others and gone back to that don't know uh but i think i like the hopped one more second pass round than i did the first time the citrusy i still stand by my description of it however Oh, there is more saltiness to it this yeah, time. Yeah, I'm getting more saltiness now. Definitely more saltiness to it. Mm. Um, and I don't think it's as spiced maybe as it was the first time round. And it is a bit much now. Uh, so I changed my mind and I think I probably would go with the hopped over the citrusy. Yeah. It's just a bit too much. Hibiscus is still nice. Yeah. Still go with that. And then we're coming back around. Oh, I mean, the sour is not going to change because it's not, it's, it's just, I just had it. It's not warmed yeah. up much more. It's weird having that after just speed running all the other three. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. What's your What's your ranking? Uh, based on that last little speed run, um, I'd probably say hopped hibiscus sour citrusy. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say at all. Just, it, just I think in terms of like the citrusy was the yeah. So, like, no, I, don't, I, I don't want to say coins the word, but yeah, it's a lot. I think it's a lot what they've it's got a lot. in there. Um, so mine's slightly different. Mine's hibiscus, hopped, sour, citrusy, but not far off. No, not far off. Um, I think the thing that just edged it a bit for the hop over the yeah. hibiscus for me is that I think I could drink more of the hopped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Than yeah. the hibiscus. Yeah. That's all really good. Yeah. These were really interesting. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And, the, and to like what's weird is I'm the only one that had that like crisp crispness to it that i expected when when we read sparkling was probably the hibiscus all the yeah. rest were more yeah they were only very like a, a kiss of carbonation like, shall we say i don't even think they all had that i think there was just a handful that had a slight bit yeah. but yeah. yeah if people would like to give you more information about mead and meaderies um where can they get hold of you tori Powell? Yeah, genuinely. Uh, if you want to come and teach me what I should not be saying about mead um, or broad stroking what mead is with a brush, uh, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore hoppism. Um, if someone wants to talk about making mead with you, where, where can they find you? Yeah, you Joanne can find Love. me on, uh, <laughs> on A Woman's Brew. That is uh, where I hang out on Instagram, Facebook, and I don't really hang out on Twitter, but it, we are on Twitter um a lot of the podcast content will go to that one uh you can also find my beer school come and teach me a little bit about mead at the beer school and i'll teach you a bit about beer um so that's love beer learning we are at 
Instagram. That's where I generally hang out. But we're also on Facebook, Twitter. I'm on the TikToks. Following the the mead the makers, mead on, following the mead, the mead people. people on on TikTok, and we are on Pinterest. We also have a website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk, uh, and we will pick up emails for the podcast at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. We've got some really exciting episodes coming up. We've some of which are from people really that have actually emailed in and stuff. said that they would talk yes. to us. Some of which really responded to my emails that I was like, "Please come yeah. and talk to us." But uh, yeah, it's we've got some I. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but I think we've got some really good stuff coming up. Maybe I'm just saying that because I'm biased and I'm really (laughs) excited to talk to some of these people. Um, So maybe I just I'm bigging it up. But uh, we've got some good stuff coming, I think. I think we've got some good stuff coming. And if you have any suggestions, make sure you're you're following or you've uh, subscribed <laughs> i want to do that like youtube like smash that like button <laughs> or is it like a bell or like a and sma- subscribe smash the bell like and subscribe what's all that things that's yeah, what kids like, say yeah, isn't it like and subscribe like and subscribe oh, smash the bell yeah. um but bah, bah, yeah bah. I-, <laughs> I just think of soup stop bah, bah, bah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah we we have some exciting stuff coming up but if there's anything though that you want to see like even if it's a brewery that you want us to try to talk to or if you are from a brewery that for some reason still wants to talk to us (laughs) thank you so much for everyone that has said that they wanted to talk to us already really appreciate it but if you're a person that does want to talk to us or you have a request of who you want us to talk to um or a topic you want us to talk about Honestly, please let us know. And, email um, us, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. Um, and on that note, cheers. cheers.